Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back from CampusReform.org. It's Emily Sturge. Emily, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. It's syllabus week here at the University of Florida, so it's been a busy week starting classes, but I'm so happy to be back on the show. Oh, well, I love having you on the show. I think uh, mine was the first show you were on, right? Yes, that was my first media hit ever. And now you're on Newsmax, and now I see you on YouTube all, the, all over the place. Campus Reform very wisely is putting you out in front on camera a lot. I think you're doing great. I mean, how does that feel? It's got to be pretty nice. It's what you want to do, right? I've been working hard. It's been almost an entire year since I was on this show for the first time. Yeah. So I've definitely put in many, many hours of work, and I'm so happy to see some of that work really start to pay off. These have been my dreams to to be on the screen since since I was little. <laughs> I mean, I remember looking at the TV screen at my grandma's house when she had on she had on the news channel, and I remember thinking, oh, I want to do that one day, and now I'm getting these opportunities, and I cannot be more thankful. Well, I think it's great. Uh, so look for her on Newsmax. Go and check out everything she does on uh, campusreform.org. It's Emily Sturge. You go to school. Uh, you're a gator. I think we talked about you being a gator, and I'm more of a hurricane, but that's okay. We won't be mad at each other. Um, but that school is a state-funded school. It is uh, taxpayer-funded. Therefore, you're kind of in the minority when it comes to being more conservative, right? Absolutely. So the best way to describe the University of Florida is it is a blue school in a red state. So it's a weird combination. We have DeSantis headed as the head of our state and we have so many Republicans throughout the state. We saw a DeSantis victory, which was amazing. But still on this college campus, it is so deeply blue. We have so many leftist students, leftist professors. We're learning leftist ideals in the classroom. It's a weird mix that I still can't believe that there's a university like this in this great state. Yeah. Are there many people who go to your school that are from Florida? Because I would assume, I mean, even Miami-Dade, Broward, and even Palm Beach to, to an extent have become red. So where are they coming from? So I am a Miami-Dade girl myself. There are so many students here from Miami-Dade. It's odd. It, it seems like they grow up in these Republican households and then they come here and all of a sudden they're as woke far left as you can as you can possibly be. I'm it's once they step on this college campus, it seems like they just become a leftist. So I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, no, Emily, I, th- I think that's a pretty good ex- explanation. And, and, and if I'm hearing you right, it's almost as if they're revolting against mom and dad, a conservative house, and they want to go find their own place. Then the, the very far left-wing liberal professor says, hey, I've got somebody who wants to revolt against mom and dad a little bit. Maybe I can indoctrinate them to believe like I believe. Is it a situation where the professors, I know it's like 12 to 1 liberal to conservative, um, where the professors expect you? When you do your, your tests and when you do your, your thesis and everything else, it's got to be more left-leaning or else you're not going to do very well? Absolutely. There's so many students here that, especially I'm friends with many conservatives here that won't, nobody knows they're conservative. They tell me because they think I'm a safe person that they can tell, but they <laughs> won't say it in their papers. They won't say it to other people. If they say it in their paper, they know that they're going to get graded way more harshly these professors they see a slight republican ideal in a paper and they're like oh points deducted they are so much harsher on students that actually have somewhat conservative beliefs you know if those who came up to you emily who said hey i'm conservative too if they spoke out and they had their voices as loud as yours is and i love how you're using your voice um the professors probably would have to back down a little bit but the professors are gaining that leverage by thinking that what they're saying is permeating i i wish that more people were like you and just spoke out i think that then the professor would have to be more even-handed about uh, how he or she did the job does that make sense Absolutely. And it's it's tough to speak out. Trust me, I receive backlash 
every day from peers, from students, from professors, from people online, I, I get that backlash. So I understand why more people are quiet about it. It makes perfect sense of why you would be quiet. Why would you want to make your life even harder? Yeah. Um, so I appreciate, I kind of look at it as I've been put in this position to have this voice. I'm going to use it. I've already, everyone knows my beliefs. I'm going to run with it. I'm going to have fun with it. People know my thoughts. They can't hate me any more than they already do for being a conservative. <laughs> they can't cancel me anymore, so I'm just going to keep up. No, oh, good. I, I appreciate that backbone for sure. Uh, it's uh, uh, Emily Sturge. She's from CampusReform.org. Go to that website every day. She does a great job. You're seeing her on Newsmax. You see her on my show. This is the, like the third time or something, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, let's get into the stories. NYU professor argues that Gen Z is too fragile, causing a national crisis. Fill me in. So a social psychologist at New York University argued that members of Gen Z are experiencing a profound mental health crisis due to a number of factors, including social media, restrictive, just bad parenting, and a political ideology that emphasizes victimhood. Now, this fragility and this hypersensitivity among Gen Z, this is something I see every day on my campus. I mean, we're talking about the generation that cries if you say the wrong pronoun. So at Campus Reform, we've reported on a rise on safe spaces on college campuses, offensive speech, and the restriction of free speech on college campuses. Students say all the time, oh, that made me feel uncomfortable, that was offensive. We're seeing students get offended by just about anything, and now universities are enabling this behavior by providing resources to students where they can complain about the things that they were offended by. Well, I oddly agree with the NYU professor. Of course, it's a crisis because of people like the professors at NYU. I mean, does this person not realize that that school in and of itself is one of the most liberal schools on the planet, and it is feeding this, and it's why we're seeing this crisis among Gen Z? They, they, they have to know they can change it, right, by changing how they act. I didn't even think about that. The irony of the situation is <laughs> amazing. But yeah, I completely agree with you. And university students, they are in the most welcoming, most inclusive, most probably the most anti-racist places in this world, yet they act like they're in some sort of immoral, threatening world. They act like their life is terrible on these college campuses. Now, this professor also argued that when you look at Americans born after 1995, you see extremely high rates of anxiety, depression, and suicide. This is something we we see college students talking about mental health problems all the time. This is something that is also rampant on college campuses. And this professor is saying that this is directly linked to the fragility of Gen Z. And it's directly linked to that professor and NYU. It is uh, uh, Emily Sturge. Go follow her on Twitter at Real Emily S T U R G E at Real Emily Sturge. I, I don't know if I follow you. I got to go make sure that I do. I'm not sure. Uh, I better. If I don't, I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll take care of that. Let's go to the next story. DeSantis administration requires public universities to report DEI CRT related expenditures. I love this because of what we just talked about. If it's a, a taxpayer funded school for some reason, it's completely woke and completely liberal. Tell me what DeSantis is doing. So Governor DeSantis will now require state-funded universities to report any spending related to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and critical race theory. This is the administration's newest initiative to crack down on these diversity and critical race theory expenditures in higher education. Under this initiative, public universities are required to fill out a document breaking down any staff, programs, and campus activities related to this diversity and critical race theory things along with how much funding goes into them. And as a public 
um, university student here in the state of Florida, I completely support this initiative. DEI is diversity, uh, uh, equity, and inclusion. Um, yes. it, it, they might as well just call it anti-white stuff, right? Because diversity, equity, and inclusion suggests that the white machinery mechanisms in this country are inherently racist and everybody else doesn't get a fair shake. So we now have to spend taxpayer dollars on some stupid, you know, uh, abbreviation DEI to make <laughs> us look like we're not racist and horrible people. So uh, on campus, do the students talk about this? Are students going, man, we need more DEI? Or is this something that makes the administrations feel better about themselves that they spend money in programs like this? A lot of professors are in support of this. A lot of professors are talking about this in the classroom. I've had classes myself that are required classes. As a, as a freshman, you come in, we have certain courses that the University of Florida makes you take. And one course that I took as a freshman, I basically learned that America is the most racist country, that women have no rights, that the white man is the enemy. Those are the types of things that I was learning in the classroom. So those professors that are teaching that stuff, they're enraged by this initiative by DeSantis. And the students in that classroom, the students that were in that class with me, happened to agree with everything that those professors were saying nobody was nobody was giving pushback to these professors so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out i think this is a great first step in providing more transparency and what's actually being taught in these classrooms. Of course, the students agree with the professors because the professors are the ones that indoctrinated them. It's, it's, all, it's yeah. such a horrible, vicious cycle. Um, and, and at the end of the day, all DeSantis wants to know is how are you spending taxpayer dollars? And if you're spending taxpayer dollars to talk about one race of people being horrible and everybody else is oppressed, that's not a good expenditure of those, of those monies. If you want to get private funding, okay, fine. You're not going to get it from state taxpayers anymore. I love that he's doing this. Uh, he's doing it for two reasons, and I think that you probably agree with this. One, one, to find out how taxpayer money is being spent, and two, because he's trolling them. He, he's tweaking them on purpose, and I love that he he does that so often, and they get so completely freaked out over it. I think I think that gives him some pleasure. It makes me happy. Absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think that's he, he is maybe the best troll that we have uh, as a governor, and I mean that in a very positive way. When you troll somebody and really make them you know, uh, uh, freak out and, and have a fit over how nuts they've been, uh, I think that's, a, that's a, a win, a W, if you don't mind. It's uh, Real Emily Sturge over on Twitter. Go follow her there. Uh, go and check out everything she does on uh, campusreform.org, and you'll see her on Newsmax TV a lot as well. Faith-based colleges offer classical education and see increases in enrollment. Um, I, I'm hoping Classical education is what I think it is. It's before all this woke stuff. Absolutely. So faith-based colleges and universities, they're seeing an increase in enrollment, like you said, due to the classical education they offer. The increases are seen despite the trend of college enrollment decreasing by 13% over the last decade. So what we're seeing is that many students are turning to these faith-based colleges for the type of education that universities used to offer. Universities have become centers of leftist indoctrination, so students are being forced to look elsewhere if they want a classical, common sense education. The classes offered at public universities have essentially become how to be a leftist 101 and are doing less and less to prepare students for their future careers. It makes sense why so many students are looking elsewhere to get an education that doesn't include the wokeism. How to be a leftist 101, how to be woke 101, how, how, to, how to ESG and DEI 101. I, when I went to, listen, I went to college in 1984 and 85 and so on. Um, it, it, it wasn't anything, there was none of this. 
And they might have been more liberal professors, but I never would have known it because we never talked about politics whatsoever. Even in social studies, even in civics, you didn't really learn any of this other than this side says this, that side says that. Is it, again, I haven't been in college a long time, for a very long time, Emily. Is it just a daily inundation with somebody's politics and that somebody has control of your grade? Absolutely. I actually came into UF as a political science major, and I found that my classes, I wasn't learning about political theory. I wasn't learning about different great thinkers throughout history or different political parties. I wasn't learning about that. I was learning about what my professor wanted to indoctrinate the classroom with, which much of the time was capitalism is evil, America is racist, white man is the enemy. That's what I was learning in my classes. It made absolutely no sense. I ended up switching from a political science major to a journalism major. I had interest in both fields, and my career aligns with both both fields. So I I found the switch pretty simple. It made sense for my career. But now in my classes, I'm kind of less. I'm not around the the political um, professors as much, so I get a little bit less of it. But still, my professors find a way to include in the lectures something about politics, even though. The lectures have nothing to do with politics. We're seeing it in all classrooms, not just those political science classrooms, unfortunately. Now, I, I hear you. And you guys have done stories at Campus Reform where English teachers are doing this, where music teachers are doing this. It doesn't make any sense. Well, somebody's music from 1542 was racist as well, and it oppresses everybody. It, it, just, just, te- just teach. Educate. Because right now, other than you, because you're going to come out, you're going to get a great job. I think that your path is, is already set, and I'm really proud of you. But I think there are a lot of people who leave with a piece of paper that says that they're an expert in something, some, some diploma some degree in something they can't find a job because basically they've got a degree in hating society they've got a degree in hating the country in which you live and nobody's going to hire them and, and by the way they're also not people who are uh, have the understanding of of completing tasks i think that professors should give a task should have the person complete it and then you get a good grade if you did well get a bad grade if you didn't do well it doesn't matter what your ideology is why is that so hard You'd think that it wasn't hard for (laughs) professors to have common sense and to just give students a normal education. But unfortunately, the left has taken the education system and they have used that as a way to indoctrinate the next generation. They know that this is the next generation of voters in this country. So it makes complete sense why they want to indoctrinate this base in order to the Democrat Party is gaining strength yeah. because of the amount of votes that they get from college students. It makes it makes perfect sense of their tactics of why they would attack this age group. You know, I heard a, a study the other day where 16% of Gen Z is proud to be American. Do you think you think that's right? 16% really? 84% isn't proud to be American? It's so unfortunate to hear those statistics. I'm one that I will say I, I'm a proud member of that 16%, but that is so ridiculous to have to say that. I, I mean, think... 20 years ago, the numbers would be completely different. 10 years ago, maybe even completely different. I don't know what it is, if it's the rise of social media, the rise of things being taught in the classroom that are so anti-American, but it is so unfortunate to see so many of my peers and so many students on my college campus so simply saying that they hate America. It makes no sense to me. Well, they're allowed to go live anywhere they want. They can, they can go. They should go try <laughs> Venezuela, go try North Korea. I, I, I think they would love America then. It is uh, Emily Sturge. Go and check out everything she does on, um, on campusreform.org. Last story, California college students to be paid for climate change work. What? 
I guess I guess it pays to be a leftist, Joe, because <laughs> we, we've heard for years California college students taking climate action, but now they're actually getting paid to do so. Students can earn $22 an hour for community service, which includes climate change activism. So in exchange for 450 hours of community service, students can receive a stipend of $10 thousand dollars that's that's insane and here at campus reform we've looked into this and we've tried to find the details of what this climate action what what these tasks for these students actually look like now this program they've kept it quiet what these activities actually look like and state leaders have spoken very vaguely about what these initiatives actually are so whether these students are out hugging trees or marching at climate change rallies, I'm not sure. Right. But this is a massive waste of state funding. It's estimated that this program is going to cost the state approximately $300 million. Come on. And again, I guess California is just printing money out there because now they're going to give uh, uh, black people uh, $1,200 each or something, maybe $120,000 each. If you're a trans pregnant person, you get a bunch of money, too. They've got a bunch of money laying around in California. I don't know what that's all about. Everybody's getting some because of how horrible the country is, according to them. Emily, great job. Go, go and follow her at Real Emily Sturge on Twitter. Go see everything she does on campusreform.org. Have a great day. Listen, thanks for coming back. And don't forget us because you're getting so big on Newsmax and all that, would you? Thank you, Joe. I always love coming on. <laughs> love having you on. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you here in uh, very sad breaking news. Just found out that Lisa Marie Presley has, in fact, passed away. There was a cardiac arrest uh, situation earlier. Paul, I think you have the story from TMZ, if you don't mind. Let's do some pop culture with that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, TMZ is saying that she died according to family sources. Uh, she was pronounced dead at the L.A. area hospital where she was taken after suffering cardiac arrest uh, Thursday morning, which... Um, I guess TMZ had broken the story earlier on saying that the housekeeper had found her unresponsive at the Calabasas home and her ex-husband uh, was there and performed CPR until the paramedics arrived and took over, which they had given her, I guess, I guess it's epinephrine during yeah, the right. efforts. And I guess they had uh, regained a pulse, but here we are now with that. Appreciate the update. It's really sucky news. I hate that. That's Sam. That's Polo. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow. Prayers, thoughts, all of that to Priscilla and the rest of the family. See you tomorrow. This is the Joe Pegg Show.